Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Reign of the Supermen. Reign of the Supermen is the latest animated DC film based on the comic book of the same name that continues from the death of Superman, and it also is a direct sequel to the 2018 film, The Death of Superman. If you haven't watched Reign of Superman yet, but you want to go watch it first before listening to our full review, we will be talking spoilers. Directed by Sam Lee, Reign of the Superman is the 12th film in the DC animated movie universe, but it's also the 33rd film in the DC Universe animated original movies. If you don't want to commit to all 33 movies, you can just settle in for watching The Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman. Jason, you have the plot. Six months following Superman's sacrifice to defeat Doomsday, the world has been introduced to four new, different versions of the hero. We've got Superboy, Steel, Cyborg Superman, and The Eradicator. Each one of them is different in their personalities and crime-fighting style compared to the original Man of Steel leaving the world questioning which one, if any, is the true Superman come back to life. Lois Lane, still reeling from Clark's death, decides to investigate, as she does. This is a direct sequel to Death of Superman. It's the first time we've had this. You could watch this, and you did. I did. It's one complete movie. Yeah, I went to a screening where they played both back-to-back, so got to watch The Death of Superman again. So that was, what, three hours in total, both yeah. movies? Um, yeah, with like a 10-minute break, so 80 minutes each. Oh, so they, they broke it up? Oh, they gave you a 10-minute break oh, to go to the really? and stuff, so it was really, oh, right. yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh, I thought it was just going to run for three hours. Nah, well, I mean, it essentially did. The screen went black, yeah, 10 minutes, and they played a couple of little ads again at the start, and then no trailers, but just That's a couple cheating. of... I wanted it cut together as one movie. Cause... <laughs> cut together? No, because we got... Because you know at the end of The Death of Superman, there's the, there's the credits oh, and all the and then you get many... all the little stings. Because they are going to, I mean, this is out on Blu-rays, two separate movies. Sure. But they're going to release a complete version where I guess they, they would just play it as one movie. No end credits. Just one three-hour movie. Do you think, now you, you obviously watch them separately, but do you I think did. it works as one, like, single, like, really long movie? Or does it, do they work as just singles? I mean, I would have liked to have watched it as one complete movie. But because we did get them as two separate movies, I would say the first movie is a lot better than the second movie. I'm going to say the same thing. Watching them back to back, that first one, pretty solid. Like, could be one of my favourite animated uh, DC films. It's it, it has a good start, middle and end. It's a solid thing on its own. I thought the second piece would have really complemented it and like dragged out the story to as an overarching. But, it, I mean, the second one, is pretty much so different in feel, tone, sort of, uh, yeah, all of that. It, it feels very distant in a way. I think they work better as singles, which is unfortunate because I wanted a big epic three-hour thing. Here's my issue with Reign of the Superman. One word, dark side. Oh, right. In the original story. Okay, yeah. I feel as though what they're adapting here is already a full, complete story. You've got the death of Superman, and then you've got Reign of the Superman, which in the comics, you know, it was the return, and you've got all these characters. That was enough. You know, you get the depowered Superman in the black suit. Like, like I you think get that in this would movie. have been enough, yeah. It is enough. But clearly not for this movie, because we're getting the fourth world, we're getting Apocalypse, Dark Side. And it was just too much. Instead of Cyborg Superman being the big manipulator, it's all Darkseid. And Cyborg Superman, he's just his puppet. 
which really took the wind out of the sails. Yeah, I'm, me. I mean, I'm not a hundred, like completely familiar with how this story should have been played out, sort of thing. But that makes sense if because that all of that felt like too much. It felt like an add-on extra, and it just felt like it was bloating up the story with already so much going on. You've got these four new characters that you're trying to get your head around. They're playing each character as like a little bit of a mystery to how they came about. I mean, you only really kind of know about Superboy at this stage, but even he's got some mysteries that unfold. They've each got things going on. Should we break down the four of them and try and work them out? So obviously we had Jerry O'Connell as the Clark Kent Superman that we know and love, the one that died in the previous film. And we've had him, I believe, since Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. He's still doing a good job. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's good. We've got Connell, Superboy, voiced by Cameron Monaghan. Well, you'd know him as Jerome from Gotham. He's the Joker on that show. That is it, yeah. Interesting. It's something DC like to do. Like if Keep everyone cast, in-house. If yeah. they cast somebody in a movie or a TV show, they'll use them again in something else. That's so from the Joker to Superboy. I mean, this this Superman character is probably the most developed in this film. You have his interactions with Lex, the revelations of you know his biology where he's come from obviously Lex and I guess Clark Kent and that's the whole thing with Superboy yes 50% Lex 50% Superman bit gay but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) like when when it was on fire I was like oh yeah I forgot about that and I was like it's it's, a bit weird it's DNA they didn't sleep together I mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's about how you make the baby (laughs) we get John Henry Irons of Steel but again we've got Chris Williams Black Lightning in the TV show, right, yeah. Steel in this movie. I think this one really worked. Like he's he got a good out. voice. The the suit was really you know different compared to the other ones. You know, like he he kind of stood on his own. Yeah, enjoyable character as well. And the voice yeah, I've is always, good. I've always always liked the character of John Henry Irons, and we get a good version of him here. We've got Hank Henshaw, Cyborg Superman, voiced by Patrick Fabian. Now in the comics and in this movie. This Superman is supposed to be the one that we actually believe could be Superman. He's the most, he's the closest one to him, right? Yeah, so you've got, you know, Steel is in the metal suit, you've got Superboy who's a clone, you've got the Eradicator, but we're supposed to believe, as well as the citizens of Metropolis, that Cyborg Superman could actually be Superman. Like, he looks like him, like, visually, size-wise, he's just got, like, the Cyborg additions, which could possibly be you know after he died uh, he got fixed up a little bit yeah it's the most believable story and with eradicator he's voiced by charles halford the eradicator is pretty much going too far to protect superman who is in stasis (laughs) after his battle with doomsday his body's being repaired and this is a violent eradicator yeah i didn't really know what was going on with you know like like i said they're all playing you know these mystery yeah, where do they come from sort of thing. And with this one, I was like, well, who the hell is it? And I was like, is he... like? Because what it turns out to be, he's just like a hologram, isn't he? He's, just, he's not really... Yeah, he's like a solid light projection, which yeah. is different to, to the books. Now, in the comics, all four of them are fighting to be known as the true Superman. I didn't really get that struggle in this movie. Mm. Like between all of them or between... Mainly yeah, like between the four. I guess not so much from John and Irons, but the other Supermen, they're like, you know, more so... Cyborg Superman and and Superboy were sort of doing that. The Eradicator was just sort of doing his own thing. like. And the whole thing with Superboy, he hatched early. He wasn't finished. Yeah. He was supposed to be an adult clone of Superman. But something went wrong and, and the process was finished early. That's why he's a boy and not a man. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> I've always liked the character of Superboy, and this is the Superboy we get in the Young Justice cartoon. Yeah. And we're looking to get in season two of the live action Titan show as well. I think with this with this movie, like with all these Superman, and I get that's the point of this thing, but I remember like we then have a fifth one, which is, you know, the called the Prime Superman. I mean, there's a there's a lot of new characters, there's a lot of introducing, a lot of playing up the mystery of each of them. And then something we're bombarded with the answers, and a lot of them are really like not really that satisfying. Whether you knew stuff, whether it's something different, uh, there's a lot going on. Um, it's not as contained and sort of well executed as that that previous film. It would, yeah, that previous film didn't suffer with the weight of Apocalypse. You know that hasn't that doesn't need to be in this film. But I get that it's connective tissue. If you go back to the first movie with these characters, Justice League War, it was all about Dark Side mm. and Apocalypse. It feels connected. So I think if they were just to, if they were just to make these two movies, like as a standalone thing, be its own, really be its own thing, I guess you wouldn't have all that stuff, which is obviously world building for future, you know, the next chapter, everything that's going to come next. So yeah, I think it really does suffer from it. But it's just, I am a lot more affected by watching them back to back, but. That first one is just so solid. There's actually real emotion from supporting characters, reacting to how they feel about Superman, reacting to his death. And in this second one, you know, these characters are supposedly supposed to be in mourning, and I really didn't feel any of that. There was such a disconnect with all the supporting characters. I, I didn't... I mean, they are, they are still good. We've got Lois Lane, of course, Lex Luthor, the Justice League, blinking, you'll miss them. <laughs> Hawkman's back. I mean, just they... like Death of Superman, still no dialogue, but he's back. The, the, the Justice League literally disappear for like they literally pluck them out before and I, they before I... they disappear. Though one of my favourite scenes, it's Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, and she's meeting Lois for that coffee. That was nice. Yeah, then there's... she finds out that Lois had an ulterior motive, and she thought they were just meeting as girlfriends. I liked that. And when I like they... how she reacts. It. She's like, "Oh, thank God!" Like, I yeah, can't oh do that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but when they focus on them as characters, they really do work. One of my favourite moments in the movie is just like in the 70s TV series, Wonder Woman does the spin to transform yeah, into Wonder yeah. Woman. That was There are beautiful. a lot of little like moments like that where, you know, give me a smile. There's a, a lot of fun things happening. But, I, yeah, again, as an overall production put together, it's just like it's really it's a bit disjointed, a bit messy and a bit overbloated. And the rest of the Justice League, I think I've said, <laughs> said this before on the podcast, I'm finally at the point. Jason O'Mara as Batman, whatever. Fine. <laughs> They're not switching. Them fine, <laughs> he's fine. They, you get a, you get a lot of good stuff. Oh, am I thinking? I'm getting confused with what I saw in that first movie and this one. The Flash has a lot of fun in this movie, or was that the first one? He does. You see him. He's undercover at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was Reign of the Superman. Okay. This is an advantage I have That's by it. not experiencing it back to back on the oh, big screen. Because I was like, oh, they got him to like clean up the mess. I was like, no, that was the start of the death of Superman. Oh, I don't know. But there's lots of laugh. That again, are they talking about the parent-teacher meeting, or is that the first one? I don't know. I'm so lost. But this is, <laughs> Sorry. It, it's. I would say it's a good movie. Like it's not a great movie. I mean, I, I still stand by Death of Superman being a great movie. It's you know what? It's it's fine as like a, you know, just a a, a little instalment of you know Superman antics. You got your DC characters on screen doing. Let stuff. me say this: it's not a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stick like that on your poster. I mean, I watched it. You know, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Let's talk about Black Suit Superman because this is something that fans always seem to want to see. Whether it's Henry Cavill in the movies, <laughs> they want the black suit. But we actually got it in this one. Uh, 
you know, the, you've got Tyler Hodgson in the Supergirl TV series. Sure. We got the black suit. So people always want to see it. And I feel like when he came back, it just, I don't know, I, I didn't feel what I expected to feel. And the look doesn't quite work. He's got the long hair and the afternoon shadow. Now I, you're know, I always expect like a big fanfare. And I think the biggest missed opportunity with this movie was now keep in mind the the designs of the costume, the tone is based on the new 52. Right, now, yeah. In the comics, that went away years ago. That no longer exists. Like they're all back to sort of... Superman's got, gone back to wearing the trunks on the outside. I thought... This was the perfect opportunity to have him come back ah. and wear the classic costume. And they could do sort of slowly, softly rebooting the costumes. And then all and the characters, them. because, you know, Superman's always been the first, the character that in, inspires. So maybe, you know, Batman's like, hey, I kind of like the look of those trunks on the outside. And he starts doing it, and then all the characters start doing it. I just think they could have brought back the red trunks. They could have, yeah, they could have played with a lot of fun things like that. And I think, you know what, that probably would have... You got more smiles out of me. I probably would have got to the end of the film and been like, oh, you know what? I'm really satisfied and happy with how that wrapped up and sort of put a reset on at least the Superman character for now anyway. But it doesn't. It's just like, okay, he's back. And that's it. The final scene left me with a smile on the face where, where they do like a homage to the Crystal Reed Yeah, movies. he's flying up to, to towards the sun, towards the camera. It's that thing where he looks to one side, looks to the other, smiles, flies past. He doesn't. I don't recall him smiling because I was waiting for him. Like, oh, gonna... maybe that's just me. I'm just, I'm just replaying I Christopher thought, Reeve. I mind. thought he was going to smile. I thought it was going to be like a twinkle in his eye. Like so they're not thing, fully but... doing it then. They're no, but he flew the towards the camera. He kind of, he looks at it and he does. I mean, it is, it's there. But it's... I mean, it's clear that that's obviously that's what, they're what they're doing. doing. Yeah. Just imagine if he had the red trunks. <laughs> See, that's in it. That and it would have been, it really would have been cool. Like, I don't know. There's, I just think coming off that first movie, like this one really... It's just not on the same level. It's you can not... still... I, I do believe you can still watch The Death of Superman, full stop. And just like... Yeah. Just have it be that thing. Like I said, it works better as just a single film because... So you can watch that as, as a movie. You can only watch this as part two. So unfortunately, it the quality from that first movie, it does decline. Yeah. But there's still, you know, there's fun to be had. But these characters, or the versions of these characters that we started with Justice League War, they are going to continue. The next time we're going to see them will be in an adaption of Batman Hush, which is a Jim Lee illustrated maxi series. And you've got Joker, Poison Ivy, you've got Superman being manipulated by Ivy, he goes bad. It's a really good story. Okay, sure, yeah. But Jason O'Mara Batman. Well, that's it. Which I've, I've gone on record now saying a couple of times, fine, I'm okay with it. So that's what happens after this movie. So will that be will that be the next movie? That's yeah. the next movie. So that is okay. That yes. has because I was going to ask. I was like, what's next? What's that's next? They've announced that movie, and then they said it's in continuity with this. No, well, that's I think that's kind of cool because I think it's been a while since I know they've put the Batman character with you know within this universe and stuff at the forefront of a lot of a lot of movies. And there was like that Suicide Squad one, um, but a lot of the bat, actual Batman movies have been sort of son of Batman, you know, to do with... That's where they started. But then they did uh, Bad Blood, which was Nightwing, Batwoman. That one was pretty good. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, they have made but some I think, good ones. I think I would they, they like started to... off with the weaker ones, like Son of Batman. Like, that's literally the only one I don't own. <laughs> I own all of the others except for that one. So Although they, they I am trying. Of, I would just like to see, set in this universe, focus on that Batman, give him a story where he's just going up against some, some of his rogues and, you know, there's... A good story to be told. And the great thing about the shared universe, you can do the death of Superman and it matters. Yeah. Because, because you've had you have years 
with these yeah. the, the, these versions of the characters. Just like an ongoing film series, well, it is an ongoing film series, or a TV show where you have these characters develop, sometimes you don't need them, so you just save them for their own projects or another project. You play with the ones that you want, and you kind of just disregard the others that you don't for for the time being. Whenever you, It's really good. It's a good model that they can play with. But talk about what's next for the DC animated movies. So after this, in continuity, we're going to get Batman Hush. We're also getting Justice League versus the Fatal Five, which looks to be the continuity from the Justice League animated TV series right. with Kevin Conroy, Susan Eisenberg, George Newbern coming back. But then we're also getting a Wonder Woman movie. So that's four that we're getting this year. Not complaining. Are we? <laughs> so Not complaining. We're, we're going to be very busy. <laughs> we're reviewing DC cartoons. We're going to be very busy. Maybe we should name rename our podcast. <laughs> you said that last time on the that, that show. DC animated <laughs> stew. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's just chuck DC in the title. <laughs> okay, this is an interesting one because we're gonna, as always, close out on our rating, and I feel as though like we've been threading it in and out of. <laughs> You know, I really, we always say we're going to close out on our rating and then we close out on trivia. So maybe we should stop saying that. Okay, okay. So we will close out on trivia. But here's our rating. Before we close out. (laughs) Okay, good point. And you did it on air. Thanks, thanks, Jason. (laughs) You can go first. Um, yeah, like you said, I think we've we've sort of hinted at where we feel this movie is. Like you said, you're right. It's not it's not a bad movie. It's an enjoyable watch. But to me, this felt sort of like if this was. If this was a couple connected episodes, um, you, you know, of of an animated series on TV, it feels like that. Just very like low key. There's a lot of action, lots of things going on, but there's not that real strong development. There's not that feature presentation sort of feel. And it is a step down from the Death of Superman, which again they they really should have worked better as as a two as as a whole. Um, so it falls as like a three, not terrible, but you know, it's a it's a big drop. It's a three out of five. Yeah, and I'm the same. It's a three for me as well. There's still fun to be had with this. You know, we're getting some... There's some good character developments here. But what brings it down? It's the inclusion of Darkseid. I just can't get past that because they already had a full story with the mystery of the four Supermen. That is your film. When you hear Reign of the Supermen, nobody's thinking Apocalypse. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, That's what it is. So unfortunately, because of that unnecessary inclusion... It's already it's a bogged-down story. In the, yeah, three out of five. We are closing out now. Yes. <laughs> and as always, we're going to close out on some trivia. When the various newspaper pages are being shown, the one featuring the Eradicator is a direct homage to Action Comics 690, which features the Eradicator. Okay. <laughs> really cool comic book trivia. But if you're like Jason and you like relationship trivia... Jenny O'Connell and Rebecca Romain who voice Superman and Lois Lane respectively are real life husband and wife are they really? there you go wow learning something so that's it for our review of Reign of the Supermen please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast we're on social media you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as that Film Street Podcast and we also have our sister shows Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Also check out our new website. It has all of the latest episodes with the entire back catalogue on its way. Thatfilmsnewpodcast.com If you missed it, check out our recent review of Glass. Superhero related, I suppose. 
Sounds like comics have an episode looking at Titans, also superhero related, and DC. Um, and Rewind and Review finally have their episode checking out Die Hard, which will be the next episode in the feed. You ruined it. You could go back and Rewind and Review did Unbreakable, and then all three recommendations yeah. are comic well, they Yeah, they also did. Yeah. But you're right, well, though, we Die Hard. <laughs> I'm honestly looking forward to We're really, really like this. Suspense to get this episode out. Oh my god. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.